All right, giddy up. Hey, we're live. Where we are. To all our to our viewers. Yeah, you guys to, got you guys are starting to get some views there. You got a couple new subscribers and all that. Do we? I think so. You guys good because you're up to like fifteen or so, which isn't much, but still, it's a start. Oh, I mean, let me capture my dogs and follow this. Oh, there you go. That's <laughs> what it is. I knew it. I knew it. Uh oh, we froze. Well, that's a good way to start going live. Until they come back, I'll start the show. My name is Greg Andriano. Welcome to Yankee Chatter Live. This is episode number 26. Um, and if you're joining us for the first time, this is the third time we've gone live. And do I have the guys back with me? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're here, brother. Okay, there they are. We're back. I was just introducing ourselves. Yankee okay. Chatter, Greg Andriano at GregAndriano05 on Twitter. Uh, these are my brothers up north, Brad and Big Tuna. You guys want to share your handles? Yeah, this is Brad Big Tuna. I'm uh, Brad or Chatter One on Twitter, and I am Big Tuna BBS, and we are part of the Bigger and Bradder Sports Network. But if you're on this channel, you know who we are. Mm -hmm. Most right. of them uh, know who we are. I hope so. We, we are very lucky as uh, Yankee Chatter to have the Bigger and Bradder Sports Show take us on and uh, share some of their uh, live, and hopefully get some vol uh, followers and build yeah. up. Some uh, some conversations and some good sports talk here. So Rome, yeah. Rome yep. wasn't built in a day. Nope, nope. Baby steps. Especially because they all have real jobs, not like some people who yeah. sit at their mother's house in the basement and get famous. Okay. I'm looking at you, degenerates. <laughs> if it were just that easy. I found you, you can buy followers, too. You can, yeah. You can. Just, just, I get it, but I don't. It's like, it's like I looked at it, it's like 400 some odd dollars to get like 2,000 subscribers and it's mm -hmm. like well who are the subscribers that's are, they, are, they just random, are they just random people I don't know I don't, I don't know I don't, I don't know I know you can boost posts and boost things yeah, on like yeah. Twitter and, and but I don't know if that works I've never tried it we're right. trying to go everything on do everything on the level here we're not the Houston Astros you know setting up cameras in center field good, good segue I gotta lie yeah if it were that easy if that could guarantee winning every time I'll complain in a minute, though. That's the difference. Oh, yep. Yep, we're going there. That's right. No holds barred. As uh, I'm sure most of you people know, as of today, the Houston Astros had a press conference this morning where the owner, Jim Crane, and only two members of the Astros team and new manager, Dusty Baker, um, addressed the media, um, said they were sorry, and um, talked about, I guess, the whole scandal itself. Brad, you actually got to watch it. Uh, I listened to he, it. I you listened to it? I listened on the radio. I did not watch it. Okay, I, watched, well, I watched it not live. I watched it like a couple hours mm -hmm. ago. And I saw some clips throughout the day, you know, uh, desk job, luxury. Uh, but uh, what are, <laughs> I was going to say, what are your first takes from this? Why, because why there have been. A, I don't understand. What was the point of having Dusty Baker sit there and just take this? I, I don't I don't know. I mean, he has nothing to do with it. No, he's he was not there, and uh, Tino and I were talking about this before we we went live, and it's mind-boggling that only two players were there. Yeah. And they quit at a very short scripted response. Very they had, scripted. They had the meeting last night, like an hour-long meeting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I assume I think it was the players, the the upper-level staff, 
managers and I'm pretty sure they probably had lawyers there saying Dusty mm-hmm. Baker, say all this, don't say this, don't say this, because there are all right lawsuits going against him too. And Dusty mm-hmm. Baker did say that he was not up front; he was just sitting in the back, just right. listening. Mm-hmm. So it's like, then why bring him out? Why not bring out the people who did it, not the people? Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. And uh, some of the things that Jim Crane was saying during the interview just like didn't make sense either. It was like, what was the whole point of this? You really didn't accomplish anything. And I was going to try and play part of his interview. So if you guys want to talk while I find it and bring it up, uh, maybe you can hear it through the microphone. The thing Uh, too is that like, it just seemed like the Tiger Woods thing. Remember that one he had where he was just like admitting to everything. It's like, dude, we know what you did. Yeah. Like, and it's just like a worthless, but that's the, the, you can blame it on the Astros, but you can blame it on the media too, because they were not going to be satisfied and they're still not satisfied, but they would not be satisfied until they spoke out about it. Now, do you think this is how they actually want to be? Right after, I think, do you think this is uh, the lawyer saying don't? We won the World Series, and we'll even talk. You hear this? Talking about the Yankees, there. Did you say you feel like this didn't impact the game? And what do you mean by that? I, I didn't say it didn't impact the game. You know, our opinion is, um, you know, that this didn't impact the game. I, I didn't say it didn't impact the game. You know, our opinion is. Yeah. So, so within mere seconds, less than a minute, he literally says. We won the World Series. In our opinion, it did not impact the game. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. You can't say those three things and just leave <laughs> it at that. Yeah. You're a freaking moron if you think that that's acceptable. It was the and the and the the the, the I'll give hats off to the guys who were asking questions because they they got they, they as gave deep it as they could. Oh, um, Marley Rivera from ESPN uh, grilled him. I'm going to play this. Well, they all did. You guys Sign stealing is a distinct advantage for the hitter. So how is it that it doesn't affect competition? So then what are you guys apologizing for? Um, we're <laughs> apologizing because we broke the rules. Yeah. But isn't sign stealing a distinct advantage for the hitter? So doesn't it automatically improve no? competition? Okay. Well, what was the last thing you heard? Because... Uh-oh, you froze again. Okay, well... Anyways, so Marley Rivera grilled Jim Crane saying, you know, what was the point of apologizing? And really, what was the point of apologizing? All right. So what was the last thing you heard now that you're back? Uh, They're apologizing because they broke the rules. And that was it. Yeah, that's pretty much the whole thing. And then she said, well, well, then why are you here? Why are you apologizing? And, And really, she's right. Why are you why are you calling and making this whole big spectacle if you're not? willing to say that it had an effect on the outcome of the game. It, it created, it, it helped you win a world series. You know, what are you doing here? Well, do you think that the lawyers told them not to say much more because of the lawsuits mm-hmm. that are going on? Like, probably. I was, I was thinking that myself, that, that whole meeting that they had last night was probably saying, like, I think you alluded to it earlier is that make sure you don't say what you did. Don't say we banged a right. trash can. Don't say we used a buzzer. Don't say anything. Just say, refer to the report and say that you're sorry. And say that we, we, we did what we did and we feel bad about it. And that's literally, if you watch all the interviews, that's pretty much what they all said, except because for a couple forward, players afterwards. 
in court, they don't want their statements being used against them. I think this exactly. is exactly with, with courtroom things and anything else. But at the same time, um, I think it says something about the organization where they don't want to admit to anything. And that's just, mm-hmm. it's not right. I, I, mean, also, it's garbage. I also think one of the most outrageous statements by him was that they found it, caught it in like mid-2018. So they're saying like it's been a year and a half since they've done it. And it's like, dude, Bullshit. I don't, last year. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, like, I don't buy it. He said we heard about it. We got we call, and it's like, dude, if you found out about it, that's even worse. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you not go? Because he didn't fire Cora. Cora moved on. Mm-hmm. Beltron was, I think, Beltron was retired by then. So they yeah, he re- he retired. Yeah. So then, who was doing it? If they're still, you know what I'm saying? It's it's funny how. Well, who was doing it now? Beltran and Cora have gotten there. They've gotten suspended. So if it mm-hmm. stopped in two, the middle of 2018 and there's evidence evidence of it in 2019, who did it? Yeah, the players well, that's, still Yeah, that, that, And that's the thing is they, they say in the report that the system that they were using, the trash can system, they stopped that in particular. And I was listening to uh, John Boy because they, every podcast they do, they, they kind of talk about it in some – at yeah. some you bit. got the big baseball thing that's got to, you know. And, and he says that, you know, they say, yeah, we stopped that particular thing. But it doesn't mean that they didn't stop cheating. They never right. say we stopped doing something. We, we went to another system and used that instead. But it doesn't say that they didn't either. So who knows what they're doing? And you got to figure someone out there developed something. I mean, they, they talk about the buzzers. And now, uh, was it Springer or Correa that – were the, they were the first person to adamantly say we did not use a buzzer last year. Oh, who's the owner? It was Stringer for sure. No, Springer the player. Oh, well, I thought it was the owner that said the buzzer thing. I think he dodged it. Well, I, I, someone asked him. He deflected to the report again, I think. Well, that's the weird thing is that they were saying, people were saying if the Astros really didn't use a buzzer, why are they not, like, getting mad about it? Why are they not screaming at it? They said that's the thing I can, you can always tell with steroids because – People that were accused never re- and actually did do it, never really got mad that they were being accused. You know what I Except mean? Except for Rafael Palmeiro. Yeah, well, he uh, yeah. Congress. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I, I don't know if you guys have seen on Twitter, but um, I know, you, Brad, you watched The Office. Tino, did you ever watch The Office? Oh, yeah. Uh, there's the one episode where Dwight does something completely wrong, but he doesn't feel bad about it. So he, he walks oh, into the yeah. office one day letter? and he pulls up, yeah, and he pulls out the letter, he goes, I I um I'm I i do not well I can still hear you guys. Uh, but I lost you. Well Dwight uh says an apology, but it's like he pulls out this letter and it says like two things, and then Jim goes, You had to memorize that, you can memorize that. And uh and he goes, What he goes, No, I, I needed to write it down because I don't feel bad about it or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. But that's what that's what's great. That's a completely different podcast. That show is awesome. But it just pretty much summed up the whole thing about today is they they apologize. They said the words that they needed to say, supposedly. But it, to me, it didn't have any feeling behind it. It didn't feel genuine. They don't care. They got their ring. They're not going to take their ring away. So no, really, what's the point? About the next championship. Yeah. Saying we're going to win another championship. Yeah. I believe when he said that, I was like, dude, really? 
Like, yeah, and this is what he did the other day too at FanFest. He said, "Yeah, we're mo- we're moving forward. Like like they're the victims here. Like yeah, we're getting all these accusations that we we're cheating. So uh, we're just going to try and get through it as a team and move forward." It's like Greg, you're an idiot. Altuve will probably be the most hit batsman this year. By they might. So the Astros might set records for suspensions because I think they're going to get thrown out a lot. They're going to get pissed off and start throwing back. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of suspicious throughout But the, the problem year. is the umps are going to say, okay, so it's 50-50, Astros, and uh, well, let's – Astros. Bregman and, Bregman and Altuve would be hit the most, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but what I'm saying is that the umps are not going to give them any chances. No, no – And Reddick. You know, it's just – it's. You know, they kick off this baseball season. I think it's a Thursday night game. They kick off season. It's Astros-Angels, I believe. I think you're right. The first That'd be time, pretty. Altuve, Altuve, the first time he's up, they're gonna hit him. I really, I really think so. But there. I also think that a lot of people would say the the umps would throw him out. It's like no, they're not. They're not gonna throw him out. I don't think anybody feels bad for them. No. Outside of outside of Astros fans and the players on the Astros, nobody feels Astros, bad for them. Astro fans are probably a little bit like, dude, we look like shit right now. The only you people- see, you would think that. Yeah. The only Astro fans I feel bad for are like the those lifelong Astro fans that finally get a championship. And they probably you know, they bought merchandise. Oh yeah, I'm sure people out there they got tattoos that say World Series champions. Oh. Those are the fans I feel bad for. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we have to live in this. Me yeah. and Greg were saying that too. This was their first one, and it's like their first one might be their only one for a while, and it's tainted. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it's just it's tainted now. Now, Greg, what do you think the Hall of Fame voters are gonna? Yeah. What do you think they're going to do 20 years from now if Astro players are up for Hall of Fame? Do you think they're going to look at them differently or no? I, think I don't think so. I, I don't think, think they will. The rest of the career, honestly. But. Yeah, if if Altuve, Bregman, and some of the other guys that were on that team and oh, yeah. their numbers their numbers completely fall off after this year, then um, I'll say, yeah, they probably won't get in. But if for some reason they continue the trend that they're on and are very productive players – then, then I don't think they'll they'll think twice about it. But this will be this season is huge because it'll for um for these players because if they come through and have a terrible year, then it's either well, going to be because all the all the fans and all the all the drama that comes with them being on the road and at home, and it's also going to be because well maybe they were they were cheating and they're not cheating now and they're actually you're actually seeing the kind of player they really are. Well, see, that's the thing. This year, I think more than ever, fans have to hope the Astros suck because if the Astros come out and are still really good, and all these players still have great years. They're just gonna say a big, you know, yeah. f you to everybody. We told you we're we're good. And it's like what the Patriots did, and then everyone's gonna look stupid—not stupid, but everyone's gonna be kind of shut up. And I don't want that. I want no, I don't want that either. I want them to be. I think everyone has to pray that the Astros are terrible. Yeah, sure. no, because you can put it in when they when they did uh, tape gate. Yeah, for that, within two years, they went for that undefeated season. Right. And it was kind of like, okay, well, they really didn't need the tape. Patrick, Patriots always do that. They always shut you up. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. just – but Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that the Astros aren't Patriots 2.0. <laughs> Which means I'm probably going to lose you in a second. But with that said, when I'll talk till they come back. Sorry, I apologize to all our viewers that are watching this, for listening to this, and having Ranantino cut out. But um, we're having some technical difficulties, and they are—they're back. They're back. So here we are. Yeah, we just keep going. What, we talk. Yeah, we. That's talk. what I do. I—I I, I keep talking and and uh, apologize to our our viewer um, that you know we're cutting in and out. I mean, we never have problems on YouTube, so it's got to be something to the site. We'll it's—it's got to be the site. 
we'll figure we'll, we'll try something else but but go ahead him that the mlb is probably like well we're gonna at least have some viewers for the first month or so to watch the astros games so they're probably like we'll take that you know they want to because like you said the thursday game i'm definitely gonna watch it because i want to see what happens you know, it's just like, are they going to go after them? Or because it's just mm-hmm. to me, if I was a pitcher on any team, because they don't play, they don't play every team every year, right? It's kind of like a split schedule right. thing. Well, in the American League, they play every team. That's and what they'll I'm play, saying. and they'll play one division from the National League every every year. That's what I'm saying. So it it's cycles like, through. So that's what I'm saying. If I'm a pitcher in the AL, it's like these guys probably cheated one time with me too, and they're going to just. You know, and and your cousin said it the best uh, during Super Bowl Sunday. Is this say you're a, a, a twenty year old nothing triple A? You're, you're trying to make your way up, and then you get put in against the Astros, and they beat you seventeen. To, you know what I'm saying? You ruin their their his motivation, all that stuff, and it's like, damn, there is so much that the Astros did to the MLB. Well, the Astros had cheat. Yankees might have won the World Series, and Joe Girardi yeah. would still be manager of the Yankees. Yeah. Just, yeah, but everyone didn't watch Girardi, right? Everyone was on. Yeah, but I'm saying you know, was there's not getting fired. No, true. But it's, hope not. it's crazy <laughs> that the I like I said, if I was a pitcher in the AL, I would be they would get my best game, but the pitches would be very close. As inside as possible without <laughs> hitting them. The big beater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, that's my thoughts. It's like if I was an AL pitcher. You know that the umps are going to be like, eh, they deserved it, fucking cheaters. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, so I don't know. I just think that there is something good. There's something good coming out of it because the MLB is like, well, at least we'll get some viewers. That's true. And yeah. so with that, with that, with that said, do you either you feel like any different about the Astros after today? Do you do you feel like? Um, I mean, I think a lot today was scripted. They they told they were told by lawyers they could say, and is what it is. I, I we're never gonna find the real truth. No, yeah. Well, the only person that give us the real truth would be the manager and the GM that got let go. But they won't do it because there's possibly a chance for them to come back into the league. And then when it comes to like Altuve and those guys, I'll never say anything. They just got the scroll on the bottom. Very nice. I figured something out. Oh, nice. That looks good. Yeah. But that, that's all I'm saying is that, you know, it's, it's listen, everyone's been getting a second chance lately. So this is their second chance. You know, it's just like, it's, I don't know. It, well, it's hard, it's hard so, to gauge. So let's, let's pivot a little bit here. Um, because the other thing that came out this week is a, is Major League Baseball released a proposal for possible, uh, rule changes by was it 2022, Brad? 2022 is the year they wanted the, the yeah, and they want to change the whole playoff structure of Major League Baseball. Now, right, right now, um, there's three divisions in each league and two wild card winners. Two wild card winners face off in a, in a single elimination. Uh, they end up playing the team with the best record, and then the two other division winners play each other, and then they go mm-hmm. on to the World Series. What they want to do is they want to increase the number of teams per league to seven teams. And they want to have um, two extra. Yeah. Two extra. Yeah, they want to, and they want to have um, and do you remember all the details, Brad? Because I'm I'm having a tough time. Uh, <laughs> uh, so 
be two wild card the wild, teams. The wild they card want to do two, two wild card uh, series that are best of threes. Yes. Uh, and then the um, the team with the best record gets, a, and the I think the team that uh, comes in second they get first round buys. Right. And they get to select once the wild card teams have played, they get to select their opponent. So it should be six playoff teams in each league, right? Not not seven. No, it's it's seven. That is the one thing I do remember. It's seven. Well, how? Because you're gonna have two Let me see if I can find wild card it. series, which is four teams, and then you're gonna have the one and two seats. That's six teams. Well, what they would do probably is they would have a wild card series and a wild card walk-in. So you'd have the two lowest wild cards play each other. It is. Well, they're they're trying to maximize the the playoffs because that's when the casual fan, Tino, and you could probably speak to this. That's when you're more likely to to vote or not to vote to watch. I just Um, as from the outside looking in, if I was a baseball player and you worked hard all year and it's one game. Because everyone has one bad game. Everyone, you understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it's like I would love to see series. You know. Okay. Run. So um, Joel 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 Sherman of the New York Post broke the or leaked the the proposal, and uh, this is on CBS Online or CBSSports.com. Uh, the highlights are seven teams from each league. Each league make the postseason. Teams with the best record in each league get a wild card round bye. Two other division winners and top wild card team host all games of three game series in wild card round. Two other division winners get to pick their wild card round opponents during a live broadcast from from three other wild card teams. The top wild card team plays the unpicked team. That's three opening. It's three series in wild card week. Mm. The three series winners and team with a bye advance to divisional round. So really, the the team with best record is the bye. Yeah, that's usually that's well besides NFL or NHL and ML. And then and then the number two seed picks their opponent in the yeah. wild card round. The dumbest part about this. Why would you yeah. want? And then and then the other team picks their the other want, opponent. They, they want to do like a selection show. They want this. To be, they want to do a live TV gotcha. show. Or they mm-hmm. review like the brackets, like this team chose this team. Yeah. Okay. You know what you're gonna hear every year? You're gonna hear that team that got chosen say, "Oh, they want us. They're gonna come get us." You know, we're not scared. And after they beat them, we told you not to pick us. We told you. I don't want to hear <laughs> yeah. that every year. Yeah. No, that would be. Uh, and they're they're trying to. Champagne yeah. celebration for getting picked. <laughs> it's like, that's, <laughs> that's the one thing I hate about baseball. Like, you yeah. don't need that champagne celebration after every round. Of no. <laughs> you you should do it when you. When you would go to the World Series and when you win the World Series, I think when you win the division, like, you, you and when you win the division during the season, yeah, you, you play 162 games, you win your division, celebrate. But then after that, it shouldn't be until I think you win the World Series. Yeah, the World Series. Yeah, until you get to the, the big the big time. Well, you get a, you get a trophy for winning the pennant, so you should celebrate then too. I guess. I don't it know. just it's just make it like hockey where you don't touch the, the trophy until. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. These guys go nuts about that. No, not yeah. the Penguins. Penguins have touched it every time, and every time they've touched it, they've won. Right. Yeah. So really but like right now, you, <laughs> the, the team that wins the wild card game, champagne celebration. Then the division round, champagne celebration. Then the champ. That's, that's, that's MLB trying to mm-hmm. keep like it. It's so funny because I was watching one and I looked at the goggles and I said, "This is a new era." On oh, they're all sponsored goggles. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like oh, a new era took advantage. <laughs> yeah. So this is Major League Baseball's attempt to expand the game to the casual viewer. 
they're they're always go ahead. Video. I haven't watched it yet, but I heard that he pretty much calls out Manfred and and Major League Baseball. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: is that's what's great about Trevor Bauer is he's not afraid to speak his mind. He's smart. He's smart, but it would be nice to have other players do that as well, but not, maybe not on the same level. Like he's stark contrast to what Major League Baseball is trying to do. It'd be nice to just have other players kind of speak their mind and say, "Oh yeah, I, I kind of like this." And what's your since the the cheating scandal, you're starting to see that more and more. If you go on Twitter, a lot of these players are tweeting their opinions about. Uh, the cheating scandal and the, and, the, and now the rules thing or the playoffs thing. So it's nice to kind of see the players interact and, and share their thoughts. And yeah. that's good for the game. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to, they're trying to cater to the casual fan to get them into watching games during the season or building up to the playoffs and going into the playoffs, which is great. That's fine. They already have the diehard fans. They already have you and me, Brad, we, you, you know, we're going to watch regardless of what the playoff structure is. It's just, because we, we love baseball that much. Tino, on the other hand, you only, you said you only watch a game or two here or there during the season, and then when oh, the playoffs come around, and then you watch the playoffs. And that's that's when the most exciting baseball to the casual fan is played. So they're trying to get more playoffs to maximize their revenue, which I guess I get it, but it doesn't – I mean, they, I don't like it, but it doesn't make sense. It checks yeah. all the boxes. More revenue, mm-hmm. more uh, – Playoff time is more exciting. More teams getting in, which means less teams tanking. Like they, the best example is last year with this new playoff format, the Diamondbacks would have made the playoffs. So they're not mm-hmm. trading Zach Greinke to the Astros. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. that's a, that's one of the biggest plus. They want less teams mm-hmm. tanking and more teams going for it because you can make you can make the playoffs now a game or two above five hundred. Like, and true. they say it's in another check mark that that checks off is small market teams have better chances. Face it, in the AL East, you're even the Orioles are. I put in small markets now. You have the Orioles, Rays, and Blue Jays. They really, other than the Rays, have very good management, so they actually do play well. Most teams in the AL East just get buried. You're not gonna, mm-hmm. you're not gonna be able to outspend or outclass the Red Sox and Yankees. So they have no choice. They have no chance. This new playoff uh, uh, structure will give those teams a chance. Mm-hmm. And the, the thing is, is, is they're going to they're gonna adopt the system and we'll watch it one season. We'll be like, oh, okay, it is what it is now. There's no changing it. Yeah. It's It sucks because that's that's kind of how whenever Major League Baseball releases things like this, uh, there's always a huge uproar by the by the diehard fans. Oh, why are you going to change everything? Why are you doing this? I, I'm I'm guilty of this. You know, I'm, I'm sure you could probably say uh, you felt the same way that, you know, this is stupid. This is dumb. But then they're going to put it in. And like this year, they're going to have the three batter rule and um i think there's another rule that they're putting in this year and uh you know it sucks because it shouldn't it shouldn't be a part of the game but it is and it's this huge effort to speed up the game yeah everybody the casual fan doesn't want to watch a three-hour game yeah it's not Which, that, I, people say that but it's really not about the length of the game it's about the time of action we don't want to watch a 15 foul balls and a bat and yeah. have the pitcher huff and a take deep breaths and uh, three, four times, then looking for the sign and then end pitch. It's not about the time of the game. We'll watch a four hour NFL game. Hell yeah. It's mm-hmm. about the time of action. And, and there's just as much, there's just as little action sometimes in an NFL game yeah. as a major league baseball game. Plays are split second. There are only a few seconds long and you have like a minute or two or 30 seconds or 45 seconds between the play. And then you have the next one. Now they're closer together. And if you, if you have a, a baseball game or you're, you know, you got a guy walking three straight batters or, 
or yeah. uh, he's you know he's all over the place where you get uh nothing no action no like run scored or anything like that it's it's not as exciting well a football game that's nothing nothing at going into halftime isn't really that exciting even with good defense every play something's happening where in baseball most of the downtime is just watching a batter fix his batting gloves and take practice right and watching, and watching a pitcher take right but if you're watching a baseball game at this point in your life you know, you understand that that's part of the game. That the problem is, is getting these kids that are zero to 15 years old interested in the game. Well, the, the only way you're going to get these kids interested in the game is by getting them to play the game yeah. and showing them how fun it is to play the game. They don't, they're not going to be able to sit and watch a three hour game. Most of these kids have homework to do at night or they have things in, yeah, they, it'd be better for them to be outside and playing. Like when you and I, when we were kids, we were probably outside all the time doing stuff. When we were kids, who was the biggest player that kids like to emulate? Ken Griffey Jr. Jr. and Jr. Out there, he wore the backwards hat. He had that swag on the field. He was in movies. He was in commercials. And that's what and we all pretended we were him in mm-hmm. the playing home or derby. Backwards and that's what baseball is missing because mm-hmm. they still don't let the players express themselves. And they're so bad at marketing players. Which mm-hmm. is what they really Bauer, are. When you watch Trevor mm-hmm. Bauer's video, that's, that's basically what he goes off on is how bad yeah. MLB markets players. And it's true. It's sad, but it's true. And they need to do a better job. They need to make baseball fun. They need to let the player show their personality. You know, two two years ago, if you asked me that, I probably would have been like, forget it. No, stick to wearing the cleats that the that Major League Baseball told you to wear. But after Players Weekend and they get to use the different bats, you know, things like that are interesting to kids. If you can customize your stuff and you can do certain things and you can let your personality show, because you can do it in a lot of other sports. Why can't you do it in baseball? Who cares? They still play the game. They still pitch the ball. You still hit the ball. You still catch the ball. What's the big deal? Even the NFL, they don't let you wear whatever cleats you want. Yeah, you can see the cleats on yeah, TV. Who cares? The cleats are the cleats are this big on TV. And maybe if they score a touchdown, you see them, but they shoot, usually show the players from like the knees up when they're doing their games. You don't, games. You don't see their feet. Yeah, you don't even see their feet. Who cares? The, the other thing, too, I was going to say when we were talking about the playoff thing is that I think that the worst thing is that one playoff for the wild card. Because what if the better team has a bad day? You yeah, know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That, that, and it happens. And it didn't happen to the Yankees against the – wasn't it the Rangers that won where it was a play-in game? No, nah, whatever, whatever the Yankees lost while wild game, they – Last year, last year was the A's and Rays. The A's had home field advantage and had the better record, and the Rays ended up winning. But the um, Yankees in Yankee Stadium in a wild card game too. Yeah, that's true. That, that is true. Um, that, it, that might have been it. No, I just remember either somebody somebody well, beating the Yankees this past year in that one playoff game. It, I thought it was like made Minnesota maybe this past year. Mm. The Nationals should have lost. Well, yeah, Nationals were the were the wild card winner, the and they ended up winning the World they Series. Won. They how many of them were down in the eighth inning? They were down two or three, weren't they? Something like that, and they the they inning. rallied back. They rallied a couple back. times. Right fielder for the Braves had a ball right through his legs, went all the way to the wall. Oh, now the was it the Braves they were playing? No, who were they playing? I think they were playing the Braves. No, no, no. There was the uh, was it the Cubs, the Brewers. Yes, they went through his legs, went all the way to the wall. Nationals ended up winning the game and they went on to win a World Series, but they could have very easily lost that one game. Quick side note: Is that guy still on the Brewers? That was like that monster hitter. And then he got I, I don't believe. I think he erased his name and fled the country. I don't know. Uh... What the hell is what, what was it? Braun? <laughs> oh, Braun's still nope. around. Braun's still around. Uh, he said this might be his last season. 
I just remember how good he was, and it was the Brewers. And how so, many steroids he took? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> and so it's, it's just but, like power and stuff like that. It's like they had those couple years where like they were the greatest, and it's like, oh shit, that's right, he's still on the team. Mauer could have been an all-time great, but not for injuries. He could have, yeah. 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 Well, catchers, you know, that's the problem with catchers. But, um, you know, I was listening to John Boy this morning, and then he had an interesting idea, and I know I keep giving him a lot of press. I mean, he's, it's interesting because he has a lot of good takes on this stuff and he, he does make a good point for the wildcard game. It's, it's interesting. He suggested an alternative to, to the two, to the best of three series. He said the higher seed, the, like in this case, we'll use the, the Rays and the A's last year, the A's had home field advantage. You do it where all the, all the, the higher seed has to do is win one game. That's all they have to do. So if the A's win, they move on. The Rays have to win two games because they're the they're the lower seed. So it could be a two game series or a one or or one game. I don't know. So you, you see what I'm saying? So so it it gives that team that maybe had a bad like the higher seed that has that off day. It gives them the chance to to defend themselves and come back the next day and and have a game seven mentality. I have a better I have a better solution. So you know. The local hockey team at Union College are in the ECAC. That's their league. Uh-huh. Yeah. The first, everyone, everyone in the league makes the playoffs in the ECAC. And the way to do it is the home, uh, the higher seeds get home ice. And they get all all three games in the series are at home. And that's how four gets a bye. Yeah. Um, but I'm suggesting for the wild card, make it a three-game series. Have the home, the higher seed gets home field each game. So never you don't have to do any travel days. It's all in one city. Mm-hmm. Do a double header one game, Ooh. and if it goes to a game three, you do that the very next day. The last two days. Double headers are fun. Well, who doesn't like a full? Who doesn't like a full day of baseball? Now, when I first started, uh, it was Yankee Chatter was. Or, that's I like that idea. That's a good idea. And when I first started, the Yankee Chatter was originally called the Pinstripe Chronicle, and uh, we actually used to write articles. Uh, but you know, print is dead. Uh, but I actually wrote a whole article on restructuring the MLB playoffs. And having a tournament yeah. style play where every team makes the playoffs, it's double elimination, and 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 you fight to the end. You do shorten the season, and you have like a month long tournament. That way, every team gets playoff revenue. Every team tries to either balance out their their players, and they have something worth fighting for because they they make the tournament. They they can they, everybody has a chance, and also um, you know you could have like the first round be at a neutral site. Like, you know, how when they do college football, oh, uh, rivalry. Re- oh, well, if you have college, I can still hear you guys. But, if you know, college football, they have rivalry, like, and they play the, the game at a neutral neutral territory. You do that, and you pick, like, one year it's here. Well, next year it's here. So kind of like a, a rotating system, like the, the um, Super Bowl. So then all these stadiums that typically wouldn't make the playoffs or run deep into the playoffs – uh, they get a little playoff revenue, and then they they have then they can reinvest that money into the team. So it's a system that kind of benefits everyone. I know it's it's not flashy, and you know those teams that are always the favorites that that play the season and run away with the division. Does it benefit the hot, the home the higher seats would be home? Their owners would never agree to that because they lose yeah. a lot of money. Well, yeah, but that's why they have to they win, right? They win and they move to the next round, and then the series are series are at the home team and then you can do what you said and then do a best and then like the next round's a best of three and do what you said and have the home team the better seed have home field advantage throughout 
and play all three games there if necessary. And then you move on to like the division type series. And that's like a best of five or best of seven or whatever. And then the teams that make it farther into the, into the playoffs, into the tournament, they're the teams that play more games at home. Think about it. You play two or three playoff series at home. Even if you get eliminated in, in the last or second to last round, you're still bringing a ton of money for hosting playoff games. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like they should do it the way the XFL does it, where the, the owner owns every team. It could never work <laughs> out, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, each team is assigned a coach and a GM, and it's kind of the same thing, but... It's called communism. Well, <laughs> probably would. I mean, I, can, I get what Greg's saying, though, too. It's like... you. And the one thing everybody loves is the Cinderella. You might get one team that just hits fire and just starts, mm-hmm. you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And, and that's what they're hoping for. Yeah. 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 But but then you you wonder, well, why play this season or why play a long season? Well yeah, the season so determines the, the season determined like basketball, when you go into March Madness, the season and how you play in the season determines your seating. Yeah. So you want to do well in the season. You want to get the higher seeds because you might get a first round bye, depending on how the bracket works out. Um, you will get home field advantage. And um and you know you're you're establishing yourself as the the better team. So, it, yeah. I know it's a lot of work, a lot of ins and outs, and nooks and crannies, and uh, but you know there's there's definitely different and better scenarios to get if you're trying to get more teams involved and trying not to water down the competition. There are better alternatives than to what they proposed. I, I think, think one of our solutions are better than yeah what's happening at least now. Yeah. Com- completely I agree. I don't know why, but I hate that one game thing. Because they play so many games during the season, it's like mm-hmm. well, they, they hit it to put. Because what was happening was there was one wild card team. No, no, I remember and, that. Yeah, and if you knew you were going to be a wild card team, you had no chance of of winning division. You would be fine with that and just start resting guys. Yeah, they didn't want that. They wanted you to want to win the division. Gotcha. That's what they want. Was. They want meaningful games throughout the entire season for as many teams as possible. So that's what they attempted to do with the wild card game, and I think that's what they're trying to expand on with this system. However. I don't know. I I need to see more of the ins and outs of it before I can buy into it. I don't mind more teams making the playoffs. I don't care. Me neither. If you if you say all right, so a five hundred team makes the playoffs and wins, I don't care. So what? I, they still have to win like what 15, 16 games in the That's system the to win the World Series. So, mm-hmm. so I don't mind getting more teams. And I, the only part I don't like is the picking your yeah. Your, they're they're trying to make it this whole reality TV thing and. And like, like you, like the selection show and, and I mean, I get it. You're again, trying to cater to the casual fan, but why does it have to be, why does everything have to be a spectacle? You can make things fun and interesting without it being a a spectacle. Every sport sport does to get more viewers. I mean, NASCAR does the chase now and they have a whole whole playoff system. And yeah, baby, day 2500 is this Sunday. Hell yeah. It is. Uh, I mean, the NHL did a completely reconfiguration not too long ago. Yeah, because things were for sale. So. But but I like how I like how the NHL does it. I, no, I don't. I'm not, like I, I'm not a big fan. Just the two conferences and just everyone's yeah. going forward. It's just I don't know. I, well, the only thing that bugged people, I think, was that one division always had like a shit team winning it, and they would be a high seed. Yeah, and you would have somebody who's got thirty or forty points more than like when it was the Tampa Bay Lightning. You know what I'm saying? Or the yeah. Hurricanes. When the Hurricanes made it, they had like 89 points, and the four seed had like 115. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just – but I understand what they're doing, but they, you know why they did that. They did that for Crosby and Ovechkin in the same division. I'm sure it had a lot to do with it. Yeah, that had a lot to do with Probably. it. Probably. Probably. That's not a bad – It's not a bad, it's it's not not a bad thing, but 
it's just the thing. No, it's good for it's good for the game. It's just the casual fan also might get sick of seeing Crosby and Ovechkin all the time. Well, the problem, well, the thing is too, is that the way they've done it since the beginning is there's no way that they would ever meet in the conference finals with either standings. Which you don't want. I, that's yeah. I don't know why they wouldn't want that. Yeah, I would, that's that's the one they probably would want. But the problem is the Capitals can only make it once every fourteen years. Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now the Capitals fans, you know how much better Ovechkin is the Capitals. Oh fuck off. Yeah. Oh, so um, shifting back to baseball, the other thing that you know I think they should try to do is you try to get your team exposed and your market exposed to other teams in the league. Like right now, it's an unbalanced schedule, and, and the Yankees play the Red Sox, the Blue Jays, the Rays, the and the Orioles nineteen times a piece. I'm sorry, I get sick of playing. I get sick of watching the Orioles after a while, and the Blue Jays after a while. I, I love the thing I love about interleague play is that I get to is that I get to see the Yankees play the Dodgers occasionally, and and the Cubs, and these teams that they don't normally get to play. And they get to go to their ballparks, and it's good for those teams because the Yankees always draw a, cl- a crowd. That's loud, and um, and it's 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 interesting. And I just wish that instead of going to Cleveland once a year and having the Indians come to New York yeah. once a year, they should play them two or three yeah. times. It should be like, more right now, evenly dispersed. Right now, the Yankees play. They go to they go to Houston in like July or something, but then Houston doesn't come to the Yankee Stadium until September. Like it, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. No. It's hard regards what the Astros are doing. It's still two of the best teams in the league, and you're only mm-hmm. having to play six games a year. That's yeah, that's like that's that. bad for that's bad for baseball. You want to see the Yankees. Now, the great thing about the the division rivalry is you get to see the Yankees play the Red Sox all the time. And when Boston's good, that's good for baseball. When Boston and the Yankees are good, that's good for baseball. Well, it's a small example, you know. Like, but that's that, that's one. Yeah, that's and that's the thing is people who aren't Yankees and Red Sox fans get sick of CME Yankees and Red Sox on Sunday Night Baseball. I get sick of that because of the commentators, but that's a whole different conversation. I, I'd rather, I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather see the Yankees play. I want to see, the, I want to play the White Sox more. I want to play the Twins more. I want to play the Tigers. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like mm-hmm. we barely see the Central and West Division. No, and then, and then when you get to the, yeah, and then when you get to the playoffs and you get matched up with a division rival, well, now you're, you, you know who they're going to pitch. You know their tendencies. You're familiar with them. But you play a team from a different division, like the Yankees played the Twins last season. Now they're comfortable with the Twins because they always seem to beat them. But say they faced a different team from that division, like the Tigers or or the Royals, or, or in this case, it could very well be the White Sox this season. They reloaded, and um, and you know it's like, well, I'm watching this White Sox team as a Yankee fan. I don't know really much about them. I only see them for six, maybe seven games a year. You know, I want to see them more. And, and if they're good, I want my good team to play that good team more often. It's better for baseball when the good teams play each other more often. Like you said, we're tired of seeing the Orioles play. Do you think yeah. do you think that they would be against, like, just removing the divisions and it's just the whole thing and you take the top seven? Well, that's what people are suggesting out of this new playoffs. Why don't yeah. they just do that? Yeah, it's just like the top seven mm-hmm. get in. And it's almost like you have to have an equal amount of – what is it, 12 teams apiece or 16? In each league? No, I'm saying each division. There's three divisions, right, for the AL and the NL? Yeah, so it's five teams in the division? Yeah, so right now, 30. five. So yeah. you would – no, 15 teams. So you would play 14 teams maybe twice, three games. So you know what I'm saying? And then start working on the NL too. Like I always, I always liked the way that the hockey did it where you play every team at least once. Mm-hmm. Never, right. You're never mm-hmm. not knowing what this team can do. 
plus the uh, switching to a, a conference setup with with no divisions is that you set yourself up in a better position for expansion. You know, because right now you have you have five teams per division right now. So either if you add a team per league, which they're talking about doing in the next couple of years as expanding baseball, um, where do you put them? And then you're going to have to reconfigure the divisions, 16 teams. So that's four what's teams. The, what's the one division that has six teams? Is it the MLB? It, is it it's not. Champion? I think it's, isn't it 15? I think it's 15 apiece now. So it's five. It used to be the American League had 14 teams. The National League had 16 teams. Oh, no. For some and that's when the that's when the Astros moved back to the American League. Right, because yeah, there's only 30 teams, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it's 15 15 aside. So you're gonna if you add teams, you're gonna have to reconfigure the divisions, which is gonna mean if you're gonna have the uneven schedule, the unbalanced schedule, you're gonna see three teams way more than the rest of the league, which is again dumb. So you have no no divisions, straight conference. You don't have to worry about adding a. Um, an expansion team and say, oh, well, they're on the East Coast, so they have to be in the in the Eastern Division. Or they're on the West Coast, they're going to get stuck with the Western Division, and then you're going to move a, a team in the Western Division to a different division. It's it's so much easier. Where are they talking about expanding? What, Vegas, probably? Uh, Vegas is up. So the, I think last time I looked, there were five potential locations. Um, this is when Orlando tried to say they're in the running for uh, – Oh, God, no. <laughs> now I would love personally I would love having a major league baseball team in Orlando because I live in Orlando I work in downtown Orlando yeah. I could go to see players like Mike Trout and, and the Yankees and and stuff like that probably for really cheap but but it won't survive but the I, I think the teams that the locations that they were talking about uh, were Vegas was one Charlotte Charlotte yeah, I was gonna suggest uh, Portland I think was another one Portland Oregon uh, Montreal. And uh, I think Vancouver yeah. was the other location. Bring back the Expo. Yeah. Well, so this year there's the Rays are playing half their games in Tampa and half their home games in Montreal. That's actually happening. Ah. What's going on there? So Tampa Bay Rays get no fans. Yeah, no, no. So uh, they the owner made an agreement this year. So half their home games are be Tampa. The other half of their home games are going to be Montreal. Yeah. Can they wear the Expos jerseys? They yeah. should. Yeah. They should. I don't think they are, but they should. They should. I got it. But, I but I have so many so many issues with that to begin with. One, you don't like it. I, I think it's great that they're trying to get Montreal back into the major leagues. However, I think for the Rays splitting time, especially with a team as good as the Rays, I hate the Rays. They're my one of my least. I hate them almost as much as the Astros and the Red Sox. Um, so, but for baseball, from a baseball standpoint, you have all these fans, all these fans in Tampa. Well, now you're going to take them and they're going to play their first half of their season in Tampa and the second half of their season in Montreal. What if they're competing for a wild card spot or, or the division? You're displacing all these fans down here in Tampa. They either have to fly up to Montreal to watch a, their, their team compete for these high leverage games. And then what if they make the playoffs? I'm assuming they would have home field home games down here in Tampa because that's where they're technically based out of. But what, what if not? What if they play better in Montreal? What if, they, what if they go? What if they win more games in Montreal than they do here in Tampa? Yeah, so are you gonna are you gonna, are you gonna get to choose which one? Yeah, they closed off the upper upper deck entirely in Tampa did they, did they last year when they were in the series World Series. I think so. When they were World Series, I'm sure people went then. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, if that's mm -hmm. you gotta know something if you can't sell a fucking World Series game. <laughs> 
The stadium's also a dump. Is it, it is. I've, I've been there, I think, four or five times, and it's the worst. You're So when you sit in your seat, you know how at Yankee Stadium, doesn't matter where you're, you're sitting, you're at least facing yeah. home plate. So you sit down the first baseline, and you're facing center field. <laughs> you have to turn your body the whole game to watch a pitch come in. I never even know. I never even thought of mm-hmm. something. And then they have these catwalks around the top because um, for them to support the the dome, they have these rings which are then suspended on tension cables. Yeah. I'm going, ar- I'm going architect on you here. Um, and that, and then the, the dome sits on top of it. Well, these catwalks are in play. Yeah, it's and and like a handful of times throughout the year, there is a batted ball that hits yeah. the catwalk. And when the ball hits it. The ball's still in play. It's not like a ground rule double or a foul ball or an out. I baseball. If you catch it off a catwalk, they're out. Oh. Which is dumb because how is it any different than catching a ball that uh, ricochets off the wall? Yeah. So, actually, it happened for the Yankees. Clint Frazier actually was the, he was either in the ninth inning or extra innings. He could have won the game with a home run. He like, crushed it. But it hit the, yeah. the catwalk and the shortstop caught it. He was out. Should yeah, he was he was like he was like thirty feet out of the infield and, and caught this like a lazy fly ball. When if you watched it and you see the highlight, the way it comes off the bat in any other ballpark, that ball's gone. Yeah, he crushed it. So uh, that, whatever. I mean, it's yeah. Way on topic once again. <laughs> I know. Well, no. See, these are things that we haven't talked about in the past that that have uh, have come up recently. So. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because by the end of the year, I'll be a baseball fucking fanatic. Yeah, expert over here. Yeah. <laughs> you always taught us some things. <laughs> well, I, I, Tino, I appreciate that you actually, you know, came home today and you watched the Jim Crane interview and, and the Astros press conference. That yeah, I was I'm sure that helped you put things in perspective a little uh, bit. My wife was, she's like, what are you listening to? And I'm like, oh, it's the Astros cheating thing. She goes, who are the guys that talk? He's a moron. I was like, he actually owns the team. I mean, <laughs> it's like this. If you don't like baseball, it's a huge sports story. Oh, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's a big I mean, scandal since the Black Sox. Yeah. It's crazy because it's it's so bad for baseball, but at the same time, it's good for baseball because it's getting people that don't follow baseball. Like right now, usually it's the diehard fans that are getting back into baseball because spring training started. Right. Well, now you're getting all these casual fans that are like, cheating? Drama? What? Yeah. I'm interested. Okay, I don't understand the, all these writers saying this is a black eye for baseball. It's a sad day for baseball. I don't know. That's pretty exciting to me. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is, but it isn't because now it's getting all this attention. Instead of like the Super Bowl, you know, more people were focused on the cheating scandal, I think, just because I don't follow football like you guys do. But um, people are more interested in what's going on with the Astros and the cheating scandal than the two teams that were in the Super Bowl. That was a good Super Bowl to watch, but. Yeah, but they have marketable teams this year, unfortunately. But yeah, so this to to people who 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 feed off of um, you know social media and drama and reality TV, this is as reality TV as right. as baseball is going to get. So you're you're bringing in all these people now. People who don't typically follow baseball, like you, Tino, are learning things about the sport that you didn't realize were there before. I just still can't believe they can't shoot tobacco. I mean, that's that's part of baseball. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there are still players that that did. I know. I used to watch when we were watching when we used to at Brad's old house. I will always remember Pedroia, and they like they were showing him, and then he like moved his lips, and there was a big oh yeah. But they like got away with it. But it's like guys, like 
Remember Gary Sheffield? That's baseball. Yeah. Like, you know, it's what, what well, it's honestly something to keep you occupied while you're just mm-hmm. waiting there. And I think they, they made them if you're gonna if you're gonna dip in the dugout, they made you like wrap it in gum. Yeah. No. And Leland what was, what was the guy's name Little Big League? Oh god. Remember <laughs> I have to look at wraps it around this thing? It really doesn't work. I like twenty times. Anthony tried that. That really don't work. That's not, not very good. I'm going to look that up. And what's his name there? Leland. He used to smoke in the dugout. Oh, my God. Yeah. Is that guy smoking on the field? Yeah, right. Well, I I think whenever you see a guy come in the dugout and immediately go into a tunnel, he's either going to the bathroom or he's going to have smoke. Yeah, because it's unfortunate. But a lot of the coaches and stuff, they either chew or smoke. Because that's just the way it was back then. Yeah. You know, and it's it's it makes me laugh sometimes because I don't know who the recent one was, but they caught like a triple, like smoking a cigarette. And it's like, he's a pitcher. Like, he doesn't really need stamina. Like, you know, it's just, you know, it's like, okay, if he's a sprinter and he's smoking, we got a problem. But he's, you know, he's this guy's retiring. He's 156 pitches. <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah, I was talking. I know, Greg, that's, Greg is Greg's on Twitter all the time. Just like, just like, Begging Disney to put Angels in the Outfield on Disney Plus, like I can't believe it's not. Don't even get me started because you can't even buy it on iTunes. <laughs> that's like the baseball movies ever. That's where I buy it. My stuff is on YouTube because I finally watched Deadpool. Great movie. Finally, uh, I still have to see Deadpool too. I know, I know, but it's really expensive. It was like seven ninety nine. But God, yeah, yeah, Angels in the Outfield. That's got to be on YouTube because it's just the same, same. Deadpool I know. I. I like to, I like to buy I, my, my movies on, on I, iTunes, and I, I just, you would think it would be on there. But even yeah, with Disney Plus, even with Disney Plus, you would think Disney Plus would put yeah, that movie. I mean, what's not to like about it? Yeah, Christopher Lloyd, Tony Danza, um, Danny Glover, a young John, Jonathan, or jo, uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt. What's not to like? Matthew, Matthew McConaughey's in it. Um, what's the other guy? Adrian Brody's in it. What's not to like? It's a lot of great it's, stars. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. If you look back at Matthew McConaughey's career until he finally, uh, I don't know what movie it was, but he was in some fucking shit movies. Like, yeah, Texas, yeah. like Texas Chainsaw Massacre 4. And it's just like, <laughs> whoa. But, uh, but no, that's, yeah, that's weird that they wouldn't have Angels in the Outfield on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm hoping that maybe when baseball season starts, they'll put the rookie and... Like, yeah, it should be everything. It should have everything on there. Everything. It should. It should be. Yeah, it I should be. There would be. Well, don't don't even get me started on Disney Plus because they didn't really plan very well after they put the Mandalorian out. Is they had all these people watching that Star Wars show, yeah, and then that, that ended, and they didn't have anything ready to go after. So now, I, I since the Mandalorian ended, I haven't watched, I haven't opened Disney Plus. Now you have a kid, Brad, so I'm sure you're on it all oh, the time. No, but I watch Disney Plus all the time. We were every time I come into the house, he's watching Lion King or Frozen. And I've never seen Frozen. It's like I've almost all seen the whole fucking thing. Oh. Have, you, have, have you seen Have you seen Frozen two yet? It's, it's, it's really It's really good. Amanda loves yeah. it. And I thought about you, Greg, because I remember when Frozen came out, you had a bunch of criticisms about it. One of your big criticisms was they never explained you how he, she got her powers. Mm-hmm. Well, now you know why, Greg. Be sure a little patience next time. <laughs> well, who would have thought they were going to release a sequel, Brad? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's too many great, there's too many unquestioning. It's a Disney movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but all the other Disney movies they explain everything. Yeah, well, they don't explain how animals talk. Okay. Yeah, I was about to say, you know, animals don't talk in real life. Well, maybe they do. Know is how, uh, yeah, 
Uh, oh, come on. Let's do this, Brad. Let's do it right now. <laughs> I'm Mr. Head Talk during live TV. Peanut butter. <laughs> what was peanut butter? That's true. It was, it was always licking the top of his mouth. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a good time to cut this off. Yeah, we're going to say yeah. Bad yeah. Otherwise, you know, we're going to start talking about TV shows like <laughs> The Office. Hey, if we I can talk about stuff, we're going to have something like that. Got it. We got to talk about that stuff is gold. So, so uh, another thing that I started listening to, I've been really diving into podcasts lately because I can only listen to so much music at work until I'm starting to listen to the same things over and over again. I guess you so, like that man just popped on that MLB radio all day. I would love that. I would love that. But I've been listening to podcasts, and that's why I've been listening to John Boy and some of these other Yankees and baseball podcasts. I've also been listening to – there's a podcast out there called The Office Ladies. Yeah. And yeah. I, I posted about it the other day on Facebook, and it's it's uh, Jenna Fisher and Angela Martin who played Pam and Angela in yeah. the TV show. And they go episode by episode, and they break down the entire episode. Sometimes they'll have guest speakers on. Like the other, other day they had uh, Rain Wilson who plays Dwight on there and uh, Creed on there. And they just talk about the episode and like uh, what things were improv and what things were scripted and how they filmed certain things and where these scenes were filmed and stuff like that. It's it's amazing. I love it. It's fantastic. Now they, they talk about other stuff too. But anyway, sorry to plug a different podcast and our podcast. But um, well, you plug John Boy every goddamn time. So. <laughs> well, I'm hoping that maybe if we plug him enough that that he'll he'll plug us. You know, he's gonna be down you here. Stole your screenshot last year. Yeah, I called him out on it. He didn't say anything. Yeah. Stole your screenshot? Yeah, I took a screenshot of... Spike called on the Yankees. It was a really low pitch. Spike took a screenshot and shared it on Twitter. And then, like, well, a minute later, John went on his uh, page. Exact same screenshot. If you ever go, if you go to the Yankees game this year, make a sign that John Boy stole my screenshot. <laughs> I guarantee you, someone will come and talk to you. Anybody well, so Ryan Ryan's coming down to visit in a couple of weeks, and we're going to go to a Yankees Orioles spring training game. It's go. a night. It's a nice. It's a night game. So I'm I'm hoping maybe some of these other Yankee podcasters are there, and we can bump into them, and I'll try and film try and film some live stuff, and, and maybe get us some more credibility and extra followers. Yeah, pick the brains of what they do and where the where. Yeah, we're well, we should we should get T-shirts made, right? We should get a T-shirt made, and I can wear it while we're there. Hey, we've been talking about doing the like the bigger Bradder show. Five XLT. And and any of you viewers out there, if you happen to be watching, none of you are now, but, but when this is posted to uh, YouTube later, would you ever wear or buy a bigger Bradder sports show T-shirt or Yankee Chatter T-shirt? The big Let's thing the- that you gotta put some money into it, and every time your your show is on and they click the thing, there will be a, a line of your mater- your merchandise. Yeah. They could just right there if they like the shirt, they buy it right there. Mm-hmm. And and that'd be great. That'd be a good way to get it. Because I, because I, I really I really am proud of our branding for Yankee Chatter, the, yeah, the logo and there. stuff like that. I think I did a pretty good job. I think if we did a T-shirt like that, it looked pretty cool. I don't, I don't know. Let's do it, man. Yeah, no, like I said, they. You designed it on custom ink. I'll send you the money. <laughs> you got it. Right. Custom All right, so. With that said, tattoos next. You gotta get tattoos <laughs> in time. It's okay. We'll, we'll we'll get there. Let's get more than fifteen followers on on YouTube. And get the fifty-six stake on here. <laughs> so that means we gotta do it then. I I, I am. I, Nick thought I was. Nick was joking about one day. I'm like, no, I really am, dude. I'm gonna <laughs> put it on my back then. I'm not. I'm, he's such a bitch. Nick, if you're watching, you're a bitch. He's been talking about getting a tattoo for like ten years now. He's, he's not. No, he's, he's not gonna get one. 
No, he won't get one. I am. I mean, I, I was saying, dude, yeah, 56 for sure. He's like, oh, I talked to some guy, a customer, he's an artist, he can draw something up. I'm like, dude, just go to the tattoo shop. They'll draw something up for you. Get a sign and a stick. 56. <laughs> What's so hard about that? <laughs> All right. On, <laughs> on, that, on that note, uh, we just hit an hour. So um, for those of you who did tune in live, thank you for tuning in. Uh, for those of you who will be watching this or listening to this later on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or YouTube, uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, hopefully we entertained you a little bit about the cheating scandal, about the, the new playoff format, and even about us being morons talking about Disney Plus and tattoos and all that stuff afterwards. We like to have fun. We, we, you know, we have a good time. But thanks again for joining us. My name is Greg Andriano. If you see the ticker at the bottom, you can find me on Twitter at GregAndriano05 uh, on behalf of Yankee Chatter. Uh, Brad also is part of Yankee Chatter. Uh, why don't you uh, uh, tell us tell us a little about yourself, Brad, you know, and uh, we can... Why? Because you're in the middle. You're on the screen. You're in the middle. You're the center of attention. Well, he has great thighs. My name is Brad. Scorpio. Born in 1986. And we are, we're all, we're from up north. Um, yeah. It's pretty cool out right now. My job is basically a nice drink. Uh, no, it's not that bad. Okay, well, I'm going to fall. It's probably because uh, I'm almost 400 pounds that I just went through the ice when I walked. Yeah, well, that helps sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, that's about it. Yep. Brad so, Brad, yep. Brad or Chatter 1. Uh, I'm at Big Tuna BBS. And on Instagram, you can follow us at, at Bigger and Brighter Sports. He's got one it. word. He gets it. Mm -hmm. Yep, we're all one big team here. So follow, subscribe to them, subscribe to us. Um, join in the conversation. Let's have a good time. Uh, we love talking about sports, and we're here for you. So. And once it gets warmer out, we're doing Naked Thursdays. We're not doing Naked Thursdays. <laughs> yeah, I am going to skip Naked Thursdays. That will not. That will be when we move this out of my house. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next week. Easy. They really don't have any interesting outfit on there. They really. At American University, we don't just hope for change. We create it. We don't just dream of a better world. We make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout DC to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at american.edu slash gradschool.